Francisco 49 is deep in the heart. Like Joe Montana in the corner, deep Clark. Garrison Hurst, stiff farm going 99. Don't get it twisted, one and all with prime time. John Taylor, Jerry Rice down the sideline. NDB, greatest owner of all time. Gruden, Walgren, Bill Belichick were all students of Bill Walsh. Don't ever forget. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of the 49 er Faithful UK show. Once again tonight, I'm joined by Naji Kara. Hello, good to be back. It's been a while. And Paul Hope. Good evening, everyone. Good to be back. How are you doing, fellas? Yeah, good. Pretty good. Injury, injury free. Football's back for me, anyway. We had the first game last week, so. And you then, know what? Uh, I'm, I'm really glad you said injury free there, Naji. Because I think that's the very first thing that we're going to talk about. But uh, if you continue, so you, you're getting back into pre-season training for the Chester Romans. No, no, we've actually started the season because we, right. we play in a summer in, in, in the UK because it's a nicer weather usually. Uh, so, I mean, it's a, it's a COVID year, so it doesn't really count. So we're playing against all the local team, regardless of uh, division and all that. Just quite nice because we're going to play against some good teams. But yeah, we, we played last week. It wasn't pretty, but we won. So uh, that's uh, <laughs> that. That it was. It wasn't a good start. But yeah, um, now good to be back playing football, which uh, it's it's always a nice kickstart. Just when you know train comes around and all that, it's like it gets your, uh, your football uh, juices flowing. You know. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's, that's what I was looking for. Yeah. So do, do you want to give us your stats? Because I believe you are playing running back now rather than safety. Yeah, I don't actually know my exact stat. It, it really wasn't pretty. I know I scored a, a two-point conversion to go ahead. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I think it's probably some like 10 carries for... It's not a lot. 35, maybe 40 yards. We really didn't play very well at all. Um so, uh, yeah, but, you know, we won 20 to, 20 to 14, I think, or 20 to 15 uh, with two, two touchdowns on special teams. So, yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, it's good to have um, team activities back. I know I, I yeah. can't wait for um, Park Run to begin again. Obviously, that's been pushed back to July the 26th, I believe. Um, so I'm quite excited for that to come back, just to get back to the community of, of running. Yeah. Um, and basically... The, the good crack you have after you've done the run, um, talking to friends and stuff like that. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. So, yeah, let, let's go back to that injury comment. So, yeah, as I'm per the 49ers, free. you're injury free. Yeah. Fantastic. Over the moon about that. I wish I could say the same thing for the 49ers. So, it seems as though we had a bit of an injury day on um, the second of last official day of training, the OTAs, when both Justin School and Tavarius Moore both went down within three players of each other. Um, School had an ACL injury, so he's on IR. We actually waved him. Nobody picked him up, and he's come back to us. So I suppose that's good. Um, but he is on IR, and Tavarius Moore has torn his Achilles. And I'd be very surprised if he comes back this season and plays. And to be honest, when I've had a look at the, the roster today, it doesn't look as though we've got him on IR. Um, I can't actually see his name on the roster and I can't actually find any article that says we've released him either. So I'm not quite sure what's happening with Mua. We we must have we must have done the same. It's just as you know, a safety, so it's not as coveted as lineman, so it's probably gone a little bit under the radar. But 
Uh, wasn't Jeff, Jeff Wilson also hurt himself um, he, a bit he earlier? He did, yeah. So Jeff Wilson didn't actually hurt himself practicing. So apparently this was yeah. a completely freak accident that happened in the locker room before he went out to practice. And he's torn his meniscus. So he's expected to miss a lot of time, but they haven't ruled him out for the season. So that, that's good news. It's, it's interesting because, I mean, meniscus tear in your knee, that, that can that can be very, very painful and take quite a while to um, repair itself. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I remember when it happened, everybody was on the group going, oh, here we go again. But I think we have to take this with a, a pinch of salt. And first of all, to me, it's backups. So that's, you, you know, it's not Nick Bosser going down or George Kill or, or Fred Warner or, you know. So it, it just it happens. It, it happens to everyone. You just, you know, I think after the year we've had any knock and any injury report is going to feel a lot scarier this year. Um, I don't know what you think, Paul, but I think I'm quite excited because then that means we're definitely going to see Aaron Banks that we drafted this year. We're definitely going to see some Trey Sermon that we drafted this year and, and we signed Justin Jefferson. So I think, you know, the safety position is all right. And I think we'll, I think we'll be fine. We, I, don't, I don't think we've lost that much. What do you think? No, I, I agree. I think you, you hit the nail on the head there, Nadji, when those two got injured and then you add it to the Jeff Wilson. You think, <laughs> oh, we're not going down this route with dumb injuries again. Are we surely not? Um, Trey, Sherman, Trey Sermon, like you said, I think a few people... Weren't too happy we picked him up. I heard a bit of um, murmurs that we'd burned a third-round pick. I, I was quite happy to get him. Um, I don't think it was a luxury choice. From what I've seen, he performed quite well at OTAs, um, pushing possibly to be running back number one. That was the shout coming at the end of camp, so quite pleased with that. It was uh, interesting to hear you talk about your football career. Um, ironically, I've just moved out of my hometown of Darlington and have actually just got there first team and they had the first win at the weekend they've played oh, nice. DC presidents had the first ever win so it was nice to see some stuff on Facebook and like you said before I think Nadji anyone who can support your local Britball team get get amongst it and, yeah, definitely. you know so maybe he's pushing age 41 don't think I'll be seeing myself on the gridiron just yet however I am <laughs> good to say that the two girls Ruby and Jasmine are very happy thrown the junior NFL balls I got for Christmas around and I'm starting to get a few more spirals and we're catching. And nice, nice, nice. They've got there the is, bug. There is, there is a woman team in, in England as well, so absolutely look look that up if they're interesting. interested. I mean, um, the, we, we do have... Uh, they can play junior. It's, it's mixed anyway, but there is adult female football, so uh, that's the thing. And um, when you were saying about the park run, league, I was going to say I'm closer to you now. So I was going to say to you next time you're doing the Albert Park one, if you give me the heads up, because I definitely need to start getting back out with doing some running. I'm not injured, yeah. but lockdown has not been kind to me, shall one say. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean, mate. I mean, that's why I've been trying to keep me, myself as active as possible, going out running every day. Um, I've had an off week this week. Actually, I haven't been out running all week. Um, I've been suffering from pains in, in my side, and I think I might have a kidney stone. So oh. I'm not looking forward to that, but um, that's kind of kept us off my feet this week. Um, that and the fact that I had my second COVID injection, and that knocked the crap out of us a little bit. 
But yeah, no problem. Um, I mean, I'm more than happy to come down to Albert Park. It's a nice flat park run, that. Um, and you tend to be shielded from the wind as well. Um, so yeah, no problem. So the other announcement during OTAs, or just before OTAs started, was the retirement of Richburg, which, to be honest, we all expected. Um, we knew it was going to happen after the June the 1st designation, purely because it uh, it was better for the cap hit for continuous shares yep. for the, the next couple of years. Um, so we expected that. What I did find surprising is that D Ford is still expected to play some part this season. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. I, I think we've talked about it last time, uh, especially when uh, Ebukam signed. We were, we were just wondering what what that makes of him and I mean, if he's expected. We just it's just because there's absolutely not knowing what the injury he's got. Right? We don't know how severe it is, what it is exactly. So we don't have. Uh, you know, precedent to look back and say, oh, yeah, I'll be back within this or, or whatever. So, I mean, it's good news if he thinks he can play and the team thinks he can play and he's clearly among the 90s uh, so far. That's, that's definitely a good sign. I hope he, I hope so because uh, I think he owes us a little bit because, yeah, he's barely played for us. And, yeah. uh, and that D-line is going to be scary if he's, if he's even at 50%, I think he'll be, uh, you know, give us a boost. So, yeah, that's it's good news. It's great. I mean, to be honest, I think with the return of Borsa, the D line's going to be scary anyway. But you're you're yeah, right yeah, with Ford as well. Absolutely. Wow. Yeah. Um, and Kinlo second year, you know, it's, yeah. it's just going to be an Armstead with you know a little bit less to do with Borsa and, and more people. And Ali Bukam is, I think, he's a good player. He's, he's definitely going to help us. And yeah, I can't wait for that. That's one of the exciting thing uh, on the horizon. Uh, seeing our line back to what it was in 2019, that's going to be, can't wait for that. Yeah, there was a lot of good uh, noise coming out of camp about Abukan. Um I think George Kittle turned around and said he's an absolutely amazing player. Um, <laughs> and I think he said tongue-in-cheek, and I forgive him for playing for the Rams as well. <laughs> um, so I, I enjoyed that. But yeah, it, it looks as though we've got a really good team. Obviously, that was this is all going to be talked about in the state of the franchise. Um, when, when we get to the John Lynch Carl Shanahan part but yeah we, we've had some good practices there S- some players are looking good um, and, uh, I've got a question for you guys yeah. uh, there's there's been a, a news on the NFL that we've been fine and I think everybody knows maybe not everybody knows but we actually had to stop the last week of Carmel uh, for OTAs or rookie camp but we had to stop it because we're in infringement yeah it was rookie do we camp. think this Rookie camp, yeah, we had to start the last week because of the Demandre Lenoir play uh, that went viral, and then that was that's what got caught, got us caught anyway. Um, yeah, it was uh, just kind of like raised my attention on are we is that why we have so many injuries? Are we pushing the boundaries a little bit too much to be able to play harder and play because you know these rules went there 10 years ago and, and, and the, the game was more violent, but obviously now it's all about protecting players and blah, 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 but obviously it makes you more vulnerable if you practice less in pads and all that. And, and seeing them with these rugby helmets on top of football helmets is so funny and kind of weird. Um, so do you guys think there's something to, to be worried about, the fact that we seem to be always on the wrong end of the NFL, getting fined because we're not respecting rules, and that might be why we get so many injuries. I think it's difficult to make a 
judgment call based off that one video because that one video yeah, no. the, the reason we've been fine is because there's contact between two players but that contact was minimal I mean it was yeah. basically Diomedor Lenore brushing past I can't remember who the receiver was brushing past the receiver to intercept the ball but the class did as contact so that's why we were fined you're not supposed to I players are the... not supposed to touch each other at all <laughs> which yeah. is crazy I think the infraction is they're not allowed to press at all press coverage so that means when the right when the cornerback is right up the the wide receiver on, on the line of scrimmage i think that's that's not allowed in in a rookie camp at all to avoid injuries so um i think that's what the problem was but yeah i don't know i just there was only us the cowboys and and the chiefs maybe that got was it the redskins but the first did I say the R word? Oof, okay. <laughs> what, wasn't it the team from Washington? For the, the football team, maybe. Uh, I know they got fined a lot for the problem they had in there. In their, uh, yes, it was the backroom culture, wasn't it? Something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The $10 million fine, which kind of makes me laugh considering how much money they make. But uh, um, yeah, I can't remember. If it's only three teams, which I, that's, it just got me worried that we're not too keen on following the, the NFL rules because I'm sure it's not the first time either that we get fined and Kyle got got fined personally as well so <laughs> that was interesting Do you think it could be but, more of a reflection Nanji on how much the players love the culture and I don't think he works them too hard I think I think I seen something about on Twitter when it was saying he treats everyone the same he doesn't care whether you're a first round pick or a six-round pick, you leave out on the field, and if you show me, I'm going to play mm. you. So could it be a little bit like that clip you've said there? It didn't look too bad no. at first glance, actually. When yes. the clip went, we all were like, yes, that's what you want to see our players doing. And then everyone was like, yeah, yeah no, you're not allowed to do that. Um, the rumours were stinky, Pete. Might have blown the whistle and highlighted it to the league. Things I've seen on Twitter, and you yeah. think, oh. But Wind, I think because of the injury, <laughs> yeah, I think because of, the season we've just had and the injuries and it's a good question to ask isn't it are we already because we didn't have OTAs last year did we so again it could be that no. you know, people just excited and on the football field and I'm not overly worried but I can see where you're coming from what do you think Lee? Well I think it could be something to do with the fact that we've got a new defensive coordinator and players are trying to impress that defensive coordinator as well as the defensive coordinator trying to impress the players and the head coach. So it could be a little bit of a mix of all of that and people just really excited to, to get out on the field after such a, a long break and actually start playing again. Um, I don't think it was done deliberately. I don't think... I'd, I'd be very surprised if we do push the players. But you do have to ask, why do we keep on getting these injuries? Because we get a higher percentage of injuries, a higher share than what other teams do. So that, that that's a question yeah. that we need to ask. What's going wrong? It, it can't be the conditioning and strength team because we've changed them the last two years. Yeah, we have. Yeah, yeah. I, think, I mean the the player that we lost this year again. It, that's from the old regime, almost. It's you know three four years ago when I think there's especially this year there's been a, a much more prominent emphasis on getting players that don't get injured and I think forward. It might have been just, you know, Kyle and Shine and and, and John being a little bit rookie in terms of evaluating health and all that. So, I mean, if we're getting better, that's all that matters, really. Yeah. Uh, honestly, I don't think we're going to get... Uh, I mean, last year, was we were just cursed. There was nothing else. It was just more bad luck and 
uh, it was insane. Everybody knows it. Everybody says it. It's just it, it was it was unprecedented in the entire history of the NFL. And we're talking even you know when people played with leather helmets on and barely any pads. So, um, so yeah, I think it was more of a freak year. But yeah, fingers crossed. though. No, definitely don't want to <laughs> see that again. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> okay, so let, let's move on to the state of the franchise. Um, so if anybody mm-hmm. doesn't actually know what the state of the franchise is, every year you'll have this event called the state of the franchise where you get an update on what's happened with the organisation, how the team, how the coaching staff feel about the team, the roster moving into the new season. And this always comes before the summer camp starts, before the training camp starts. And you start to whittle down your 90 players um, to 80, um, I think it's 83 first I can't remember the figures. Eventually down to 56, I think it is now. Um, but basically mm-hmm. what happens is you have this in a, you generally have this in an auditorium in front of fans. So there's a lot of energy about this. Obviously you've got your fans in there all cheering. You've got John Lynch in there. You'll have uh, Al Guido in there. You, you've got Kyle Shanahan in there. You'll have a host. The host is generally somebody from one of the NFL net- networks. Um, generally it's Peter Schrager. Uh, but this year it's been done all in-house by the 49ers studio team. And um, that energy, to me, seemed to be missing this year. This year could have easily just been a video that was done over several days, put together as one show, and then put online. That's what it felt like to me. It was missing the energy. Um, th- there were some points that came out that we were all excited about, and we will get into them. But as an overall event, it kind of lacked that luster that what previous years state the franchise have had. Yeah, I agree. I think it's mainly because of COVID. They had to stay, you know, within California, basically. Um, you know, people just can't, still can't really travel to do this kind of thing, I would imagine. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, having in-house people uh, doing in-house thing and talking to higher-ups and whoever basically employs them, you, you're not going to get anything that's not been vetted and scripted and all that so yeah you, you lose a little bit of the passion and the energy and, and all that but yeah it was it was a little bit i don't want to say boring because it's it's always nice to to hear about a franchise and what's going on and and from, especially from people you don't really hear during the season like you know jed york and um al what was his name al the the director so al Guido. It, it, that that's right um it's just nice to hear a different side of the franchise that you, you don't usually get to but yeah yeah the, i think the interview with kyle and john and uh, with george and, and fred was a little bit they've had better days for sure this was a bit yeah but yeah. you know they still announced some very exciting things which people have uh definitely jumped on which we can talk about and and some mm-hmm. great news too so what well, one thing i'll say about the whole presentation I don't know if anybody else knows that. I mean, first of all, I'll quickly jump back to Al Guido. He sounds like a character of uh, Super Mario Brothers arcade game. Um, Jed York, they must have had him sat in the smallest, most uncomfortable looking seat he could have possibly been sat in. He he basically looked like a a roll-up bag of claws with a head on top of it. And I thought, well, you know what? They haven't put much thought into this whatsoever. They, They could have given him a higher seat. To, to make him make yeah. him look a little bit better, it it just didn't look right at all, and he looked uncomfortable. And I think that came yeah. across when he was answering questions as well. He just didn't seem to be very comfortable 
with answering the questions where in the past he has. And in the past, the fans have hated him. <laughs> where now, they're kind of yes. warming to a, a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but he just looks so uncomfortable. And I think it was the environment that put him in. So I think that might have been a bit of a known goal by the 49er studio team. Potentially, yeah. Okay, so on to the first point, and I think this is the uh, the point that pretty much everybody has talked about in the group page ever since the State of the Franchise on um, Wednesday, and that is the throwback jerseys, the road jerseys. Those jerseys look absolutely fantastic. Um, uh, for, I think, the first time in a long time, we're going to be allowed to wear alternative jerseys on six games. Four of them is mm. going to be the home jersey, um, weeks 3, 7, 10, and 15. And the road jersey, oh, I can't remember what weeks they are, but it's against Seattle and Tennessee. Um, right. And five of those six games are all on prime time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Nike trying to sell some jerseys, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, I'm... Uh... Well, it's it not my favorite jersey. <laughs> I was just about to say, Paul, they don't need to try. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I know, right. Um, I'm going to be controversial. Yeah, it's not my favorite. I like it, but it's not my yeah. favorite jersey. I prefer the away one a lot better. Uh, the white one, the, the throwback white one, I prefer much more. Um, and I wasn't one of those people <laughs> like you two uh, that jumped on again and uh, and just uh, bought, bought what you needed to buy. But yeah, they're, they're pretty. But yeah, it's, it's interesting now. I've heard we were allowed alternate helmet color as well, so I don't know what's going to happen with that. But um, yeah, it's it's just merch, isn't it? it it's, it's cool, but it's also just so expensive. It is. You're right. It is. You've very, been talking very expensive. to Tracy, not Jay. Uh. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> no. So, what did you think... buy, Paul? Who, oh. What player did you buy? And what, well, yeah. To, to be honest, Nadji, I, I have been after a white one for, for a while. And bless Tracy. She got me one at Christmas, but it was the white road jersey. And as I said earlier, mm. um, lockdown, I've had to go up a size. So all my lovely vapor medium jerseys are hanging in the wardrobe. So I've had to go up a size. So on that basis, I said Wednesday night to Tracy, I'm not buying one. There's a state of the franchise out coming tomorrow. It, it, it's all right. I won't buy one. And then yesterday morning on the group page, People were flexing. They bought two. They bought three. I was after a Fred Warner jersey, Nadji at first, and then I had it in my basket. Then Fred quickly sold out. So yeah. I got permission from the boss. George Kittle was my my next one. So I ordered the red George Kittle jersey. Um, I think you joined me on that one, didn't you, Lee? I did. Yeah, yeah. I, I was very torn. I wanted the Fred Warner one. Obviously, that had gone. I didn't want to get the Fred Warner away jersey because it was the home jersey I was obviously looking at. I've obviously only just getting a. Kittle road jersey, the alternate one as well. So I thought, oh, do I go Kittle again or do I go for Horsa <laughs> or do I go for DJ's uh, Debo Samuel? And I thought about it and I thought, you know what, it's, it's got to be Kittle because he's so iconic now for the 49ers. It doesn't matter whatever happens in the rest of his career, George Kittle will be an icon in San Francisco. Now, there was also something else at the back of my mind as well because I really wanted a Nick Bosa jersey. And I mentioned this in somebody's post. Yeah, uh, in the group yeah. and I don't know why there's just this niggling little feeling at the back of my head that says Nick Bosa will not be a long term 49er it, I just uh, got this horrible feeling yeah. that he'll get to his fourth year we, we'll exercise the fifth option uh, fifth yeah. year option he'll get to his fourth year 
but then we maybe trade them. Yeah, I yeah. was torn with, with, with the Borsa one. Like, I mean, like you said, I had the Kittle Road jersey. I went for the Kittle red one. And then ironically this morning, the UK fanatics decided to join the party and email another discount code out. And I was like, oh, I can't order a second one, can I? I can get a f- <laughs> so the Fred alternate white is on my list. But for the sanity of my relationship, I didn't press the button on that one. Because like Nadji <laughs> said, I mean, to be fair, before the 25% discount code yesterday, Nadji, it was coming up like $240. Yeah, and that's why I was a bit yeah. reluctant with the Fred. And then on Twitter, I saw a 25% discount code and it worked. And I was like, that brings it down to about 140 delivered from the States with the patches on. I thought, I'm going for it. But this morning, the UK fanatics, I think it's working out. It's about 108, isn't it, Lee, for yeah, the discount? It is, yeah. And I've had a chat with Tracy, added it to my Christmas list. The white throwback will be the next one that I buy, but I'll hold off at the minute. So, And I was just shocked we didn't announce Fred's new contract. When I saw him on yeah. the franchise, I thought this is going to be, we're going to get his new contract, but I'm not yeah, worried about it. You know, he's your boy, Nadji. I was impressed with, no, I'm not worried. I, I know John said it and I think Kyle said it too. Um, after the draft, you know, he, he it's been worked on and he's going to be a nine or four a long time. And I think that's what Fred wants as well. So that, you know, that's good news, but it's, it's quite interesting because I, I, I would hazard the guess that his jersey probably sold that first, which is quite interesting. Yeah. Um, I mean, the, the stitched it, it ones, went. You, you can still get the game ones. I mean, to yeah, be honest. Six uh, million pounds. <laughs> you, you know, like you said, you know, Fred and Kittle faces the franchise. I mean, obviously, they stayed away from any QB talk on set of the franchise, but they were, I was impressed with yesterday, like, the camaraderie amongst the group. You know, there were yeah. people's names I hadn't seen before, and Mm-hmm. Yeah, I appreciate that merchandise is expensive and I was fortunate enough that I could get a jersey. You know, some people who can't afford to get the jersey, I appreciate that. But I don't think there was any flexing on the group that was inappropriate. I thought it was quite nice to see everyone commenting and joining in and it was uh, light-hearted I, banter. And I think it's well established. It's a luxury item. People know it. it. If you can afford it, good for you. If you can't, then you do what I do, which is buy from China and, and you're happy with what you get. Um, you know, I... There's no flexing. It's just it, we're all sharing the same fandom, and we're happy to sh- to show it. Otherwise, we wouldn't be in a group on Facebook, right? So yeah, yeah. I, I don't have a problem with it. I'm you know I'm a little jealous that I don't have a, a proper stage <laughs> one, whatever. But you know who knows? Um, maybe down the line for Christmas or whatever. So yeah, no, I'm just yeah. There's, I wonder if anybody bought a Jimmy one. <laughs> I see yes, a couple Neil, on, on Twitter. I was going to say I did see a, a couple by the Jimmy one. I was see, I've already got the Jimmy Home one. Mm. Um, and to be fair, you were saying then about being so jealous. Tracy was laughing. She's like, "You boys and your toys. How old do you think you're pressure?" <laughs> the narrator said you weren't going to buy one. I was like, "Yeah, no, I, I did so come to the peer pressure." But no, there was there's still some love for Jimmy, and it was nice to see him featured on the videos. And you know, he was featured quite highly. Also, Jerry Rice. Looks like he's mm. still playing the NFL. He does, I know. He? <laughs> he really does. <laughs> it's just like number eighty. Who's? Oh wow, it's Jerry. What is he doing? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like, yeah, is he the only old player? That's what I told you guys. Is is the only the only one from from the nineties that's still around doing that kind of thing, isn't he? Like I, I don't see anybody else from that era. Uh, no, that, not that, from that era. That I saw um, Terrell Owens. There was a video on Twitter. 
he'd gone. Uh, you know, Deion Sanders is coaching high school football. Yeah, yeah. He had Tyrell Owens running routes against like the, the defenders, and it looked pretty impressive. To be fair, I mean, obviously, you know, he's kept himself in good nick. But yeah, Jerry Rice, man, you know, he'd love to be out there, don't you? Just even for one. Yeah, you do, yeah. You, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, as, as far as being around the organisation is concerned, we do have a lot of alumni players who are always around the organisation and, and doing bits and bobs. But to be actually at the forefront, the face of the franchise, Jerry Rice is always there. He, he always yeah. puts himself there, puts himself out. He loves the place. And it's obvious that you can just see it every time he's there, puts on anything to do with the Niners. He just loves it because it takes him back. And it's For good sure. to see as well. It's good to see he still enjoys being a Niner. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's great to see. Which, you know, brings us nicely to whatever else they, they announce on the uh, Yeah, so of- the Hall of Fame inductees for the 49ers. So, first of all, I'll start off with last year's because last year, Bryant Young was inducted into the mm. 49er Hall of Fame. But obviously, because, because of COVID and no fans in the stadium, he, he didn't really have an induction ceremony. Um, So he's going to have his induction ceremony on week nine against the Cardinals. Um, And that would be last year's inductee into the Hall of Fame. And this year's is going to be Patrick Willis and John Taylor. And they're going to be inducted on the alumni game on the 19th of December, which is against Atlanta, which is also one of the games we're going to be wearing the home alternative jersey. Nice. Big day. Big day indeed. Those are two massive players. To be going into yeah. the 49ers Hall of Fame, um, John Taylor. I think before, be, be, well, J- John Taylor t- doesn't seem to get as much recognition because he played at the same time as Jerry Rice, and obviously yeah. Jerry Rice was getting all the plaudits. But John Taylor was one hell of a wide receiver, and I think he was underestimated his whole career, of which he spent all those ten years at uh, the 49ers. Yeah, that just doesn't happen anymore, almost, doesn't it? Which is which is always nice to see. Um, yeah, no, I, you you said it right. I think he was definitely in the shadows of of Montana and Rice at the time. So, but he was, you know, it was part of that team. And you, I think, if Jerry Rice is by himself on the field, uh, that he doesn't win the games. So, yeah, you, you know, it's 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 one of those. Um, it's good to see you know players that have had an impact. You know, you win free Super Bowl. I think you deserve to to be in the Hall of Fame and, you know, with two Pro Bowl on top of that, it's, it, you know, it's not easy to do. And um, especially, I mean, he's had a productive career, right? Opposite, you know, Jerry Rice, which, which you know, hold everything. So, um, so yeah, kudos to him. It's, it's good to see that. The second one, I'm actually gutted because I was still hoping <laughs> deep down that he would come back and play for us rather than, um, you know, be done for sure yeah. for sure um so like seeing him going to the hall of fame definitely puts a nail in that and he's never going to play ever again and that's that's a shame because he left way too soon but um has it been more of an impact player than patrick willis when he entered the league and for us you know i think maybe fred warner is kind of at the same level if he carries on because patrick willis did it for quite some time at such a high level yeah, I was going to say, uh, I think the thing with Patrick Willis is he did it from the very first game he, yeah. he stepped on the field. Yeah. And you could just tell, that everybody looked around and said, this is a rookie doing this. This guy yeah. is amazing. And yeah, it's just incredible. Did you know that Patrick Willis is a Cowboys fan? 
Oh, wow. No, I did not know that. No, I didn't know that. I didn't know that until today. Um, mm. He grew up a Cowboys fan. Yeah, I mean, it's all it's, it's where you grow up, isn't it? It'll be, yeah, it'll it be is, his yeah. local team from, from Texas or whatever. So no no hard feelings. He played for the right team. So um, mm-hmm. no hard feelings there. But yeah, it'd be nice to see his name on in the stand. He's the f- first jersey I ever bought from from the Niners. Um, so you know, one of, if not my favorite player of all time. So. Um, so Patrick Willis was the first elite type jersey I ever bought. Right. Well, yeah. I'm saying the first, the only elite type jersey <laughs> I ever bought because they're so expensive. Yeah. Um, so this will be going back to I, I think it was his rookie year. Wow. No, it can't have been his rookie year because it was a different style jersey. So when did we change from the shadowed numbers into the new? God, I don't, I don't remember. Just, just red and white. It was still Reebok. It was still Reebok. Yeah. It's got a weird shaped neck, but it was quite expensive. I, th- I think it was like $350 it cost <laughs> us. Um, but you can tell because it's so heavy. <laughs> yeah, that was the jersey you yeah. had the first meet-up park camp. No, yeah. That was the first time I'd seen a, a Reebok jersey up and I was a little bit like because the neckline was like for the pads isn't it laser that's well, right that yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's so you can get over well so you can get over a helmet um, it, it is it's just a really weird neckline on it because um, there's a few people come up to us and said oh is that one of those knockoffs from China <laughs> 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 uh, bloody well hope so uh, but bloody well hope not because <laughs> there's a fortune <laughs> but yeah it's, you can tell it's just the, the material on it is really strong so it's the type of material where you can actually grab somebody's round the neck collar and it's not going to rip the shirt open. Um, but that was the first and only elite one I've gone for purely because of the um, the cost of them. Um, and it, it, there was a huge difference between the elite ones and basically your ordinary uh, delaminated uh, iron-on number ones that you get. Um, it, it takes a little bit um, to wear it because it is so warm. Even in the winter, it is quite a warm jersey to wear. See, it's um, interesting that obviously we talk like for me, Willis. I think fifty-two. I just think that Patrick Willis and like you said, Day was awesome. Especially for me, starting. You know, I've been touched upon. I watched when you know Kaepernick's first year, and I just, I was gutted when he retired. Like like you said, Nancy, I just open mouth when they announced it. I mean, his impact. Eight years when I've looked back, nine hundred and fifty tackles, eight interceptions. You just as a Niners fan, you see number 52, you think of Willis. But funnily, the first white road jersey I bought was Willis's and purely because there was an offer on on an NFL site and they went from like 75 quid to £35 and the site crashed. <laughs> but they honoured them. And it was only after I bought that one I started noticing the difference between the stitched jerseys and I was like, what's all this? And I joined our group. People were like, oh, yeah, you can get this next version. I was like, oh, right. Never looks back. <laughs> Yeah, it does. It makes makes a hell of a difference. Um, I, I first noticed the the stitch number jerseys back in two thousand. I think it was the very first international series game, because before then I was just getting on the iron on numbers one because it was nice and cheap. I could afford that. Um, but then I turned up to Wembley for the the Dolphins Giants game, and I think it was a it was a Pittsburgh Steelers fan sat in front of us. Thought, oh god, that jersey looks amazing! It's stitched on numbers, stitched on name. It actually had the numbers up on the uh, shoulders, and um, where th- the ones that we b- bought the I know numbers one didn't at the time. Yeah, and I thought oh, that looks so much better. I'm going to have to try and find out how I get one of those. And then that's where my bad habit came from of uh, spending all this money on jerseys that have stitched numbers. 
I mean, yeah. to be fair, like you said, when you when you look at your journey as an NFL fan, like again, I was noticing the group yesterday. Some people were asking the differences, and, and you're able to jump on. I mean, I haven't bought from China yet, and I keep looking, and I've I've heard a couple of horror stories. So, like Lee said, I've, yeah. I've gone down that route of you know. I don't buy loads of them. I can't afford to, but I've never had an elite one. So it's interesting when hearing Lee say people asked if his elite one was a knockoff, I'd be absolutely devastated if I spent $350 on a jersey. I don't know if I'd ever wear it. (laughs) (laughs) Damn right. Yeah. Yeah, I think with the Nike ones, you you can see, you can can definitely see it's not a rip-off, that's for sure. Uh, And (laughs) you can definitely see it's made of a much better material than what the others are. And don't get us wrong, I mean, even the cheap game jerseys, they're made of a really good material. It's, it's nice to wear yeah. as an everyday shirt. It's it's dead easy to wear. Whereas the Elite one, there's no way I'd wear that as an everyday shirt because, again, the, the Nike Elite jerseys are quite thick and quite heavy and it'll be very warm as well. So I don't think you'd be able to get away with wearing one of them. And to be honest, I don't think you'd want to wear one of them as an everyday jersey, not when you're paying like over $300 for one. I think it's just shown it's it's a testament to where the NFL as such is in the UK. Like even in my short span, I remember buying my, my Kaepernick jersey off the Nike UK site for seventy pound, and I thought seventy pound on a jersey, and it came. It was screen printed, and you look like you said yesterday in the group, all of us in the UK group were buying from the Forty Nineers store. I'd love to see the faces on the marketing team over there when they're like, all these people from the UK have bought the jerseys the day before. But look at the UK fanatic site. I know. They're not great, but at least it's getting out there that you could go on and you can import the jerseys from direct from the States. And it's just a shame that we all had to go on yesterday, Lee, and buy direct from the States. You'd have thought, the way the fan base is in the UK now, why didn't we have the option here, you know, with the UK <laughs> fanatic yeah. site? Like, you know, yeah. but I just can't wait. It's just funny now because we're all going to be, we all put the post on yesterday that we bought them. We all put the same photo one that we bought them. Now we're all just quick checking our emails for the same one. Is it being shipped? Who's going to be the first person to get the jersey, Lee? That's the question. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's going to be interesting because I saw people who bought their jersey like several hours after I did, but their delivery time or their estimated delivery time is a week to two weeks before mine. I'm thinking, well, how does that work? Well, if someone <laughs> tagged me in a comment last night to say they'd ordered the Fred Warner home jersey at nine o'clock last night and i was like where did you get that from and he was like luckily he was just on last night and it popped up available and he, and he ordered and you think but at our next uk 49 meetup play i think we need to tweet george because it'll be a george kittle appreciation oh, day with God, the amount yeah. of george kittle we must think exactly the same because i had that thought last night as well <laughs> i was thinking you know what the next time we have a meetup there's going to be nothing but 85s everywhere. So we should get them all together, take a photo and send it to George. Yeah, yeah that, I think that would be there as well. That would be quite it's... cool. <laughs> yeah, amazing. Um, so, state of the franchise, we had the jerseys, we had the Hall of Fame inductees. John and Kyle got up. And John and Kyle got up and pretty much, it was like a normal interview with John and Kyle. They said exactly the same thing as what, we'd expect them to say, which is, yeah, we're really happy about the roster. We, we've had a good practice. Um, they didn't men- I don't think they mentioned anything about the players being injured. I no, do, I I do recall them turning around and said, yeah, we cut it short by one day. And then obviously we, we had that um, trouble where we couldn't do rookie camp. But they didn't mention anything about the injuries. They're just happy with the way the roster is. 
and the strength of the roster and the thing we can go deep into the playoffs, which is the type of thing you would expect to hear. I don't think it's the type of thing you normally hear on a state of the franchise because, as I recall, you do get the opportunity as a fan who turns up to ask questions. I, th- I think there's a five, ten minute period where they take questions from the floor, if I recall correctly. And obviously yeah, this maybe. didn't happen, so there wasn't yeah. that many probing questions. Yeah, yeah, it was all very... As in, it was all very in-house. Wasn't yes, it? It, in-house, it the questions much, that they wanted yeah, to ask. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the, the the other massive news is that fans will be back in, in full, was it? Um, it is, yeah. yeah every every so stadium, every team have been given 100% capacity. Go ahead. So I don't know if there's a, a caveat on that, if, if it is possible to still cancel it, depending on what happens or not, if it's set in stone. But, but I mean, that's that's a massive news, I think. There's no, no secret that we have played so much better at home when we've had the fans. And I think especially in 2019, we were kind of so much better at home when we, I think apart from that Seattle game, which went to overtime, we destroyed everybody at home. And, um, you know, I remember the, the Browns game and the Packers game, it wasn't even close. And I think the faithful in the stadium makes a difference for sure you know uh, and i can't wait to see that back and and just watching it live as well it's going to be a lot a lot more enjoyable uh, i'm sure everybody got that that game pass uh email coming up um so it's coming yeah. up soon so um so yeah looking forward to that i think it's, it you know sports is so much better in, in person um uh, and, and with fans there, I think, you, you know, everybody has watched even, you know, soccer, football game with with an empty stadium. It's just not the same. It, it doesn't, it doesn't read all right. And um, so, yeah, that's exciting. And I wish uh, I didn't have a two-year-old daughter, but, uh, you know, and I could just say, I think I would have, uh, you know, learning this news, I would have looked a flight and maybe looked to book a couple of tickets at some point. Uh, uh, I'm not going to be able to because... You know, I have better things to do, but yeah, um, it would be cool to go back to to Levi and, and watch a game live. That I can't wait, I can't wait for that. I'll take it. You, you touch awesome. upon that though, Nad. You see, like, my you know, Ruby's seven, Jasmine's 11, Kelly's 14, Lee's being where we've been. And at the start of the franchise, I felt quite connected when the president was talking about we've looked at how we can make the fans who can't might get over, mm. you know, your overseas fans. And I thought, yeah, I'm one of them. And then I was yeah. thinking, he's us all yesterday, ordering our jerseys. You know, they're not cheap when, you know, putting the money in. And I, and I thought, I will get there one day. But like you said there, you can still feel part of it. You know, you've got your Game Pass email. Yeah. Hence why I didn't order the other white jersey this morning, because I thought Game Pass money's coming out next month there, you know. <laughs> but it's the things we do for the sport. You, you say you've got a two-year-old there, but you'll be up. You, you know, you give your time up for the podcast. You're part of the group. And football, 75 years of this franchise. We're going to celebrate yep. it this year. Got the new jerseys. As you can see, I'm fired up. Let's get it going. Yeah, yeah. Me too. Yeah, Me I, think, too I think that's one thing that the state of the franchise has done is, you know, the excitement kind of died down a little bit after the draft. We got, you know, we got Trey. Yeah, yeah, super excited. And then it's like, oh, nothing's happening. Uh, so this is just like, oh, it's it's soon, it's coming, and we've got preseason to, you know, to get excited about and, and see rookies and all that. And that's you know, 
it's it's you know what five weeks four weeks we're, we're going to see some football this is this is great I can't wait um i've you know i'm not into soccer anymore um the euros has been nothing but interesting to me um so i i this is a this the olympics maybe if that goes ahead i'm looking forward to that and then and then full on football it's going to be it's going to be great can't wait see i think um something going back to what lee said i think one of the reasons to probably avoided fans lee i think someone would have asked the question wouldn't they jimmy trey jimmy trey yeah. i think it would have overshadowed everything else and i think like you said, it was very managed. You know, Kyle came out and said, you know, I want to win a Super Bowl. You know, Fred, what? it was good to see the interaction between Warner and Kittle. I thought it was funny when Warner had forgot about Borsa and Kittle was like, yeah, we have got a good defence, Fred, but we've got a guy called Borsa coming back. And I'm yeah. Like, yeah, Nick yeah, Borsa. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> you think, yes, can't wait for him to come back. And I'm like you, Nadji, you know, stopped watching English football a long time ago. I've dipped my toe with the Euros, but not really. It's been on on the background, but, you know, it's not the NFL. Um, obviously, the the announcement of Hard Knocks today brings it another closer to the season yeah. starting. And as much as it is the Cowboys, I will be watching. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. I want to I want to see Dak Prescott coming back. It's going to be quite, kind of cool. As much as I hate the Cowboys, I'm kind of looking forward to seeing back. He, you know, they're going to have quite a good roster. Yeah, they're they're going to have good a good roster. Yeah, yeah. They definitely got a good wide receiving core. Yeah, see how they manage the one million linebackers they have now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, that'll be fun. Yeah. Right. Is there anything else in State Franchise we've missed? I think um, that was pretty much it. Yeah, that's pretty much it. I think. Yeah. So now it's the long wait until the start of training camp, which is, I believe, four weeks on Monday. That's right. Four yeah. weeks, and then we can. Start talking football again and see what's what. Yeah, definitely. Okay, guys, thank you very much for joining me tonight. Thank you. No, it's been a pleasure as always. Yeah, it's been good getting back talking about 49er football because, like you said, Nadji, it has been a little bit of a, a lean period over the last six, seven weeks. So, yeah, yeah it's, good, it's good to get the, get the franchise out of the way. Um, throw me money <laughs> at the 49ers <laughs> online store, which my wife doesn't know about yet. Luckily enough, she doesn't listen to this podcast. Um, oh, you're a braver man than me. I, yeah. I decided to be clean. It, officially, it's my birthday present for next month, so I was quite happy with that. But I must admit, the white one today, me and you were having a bit of a, a message back and forth, and you made me feel better, Lee, when you were like, yeah, I'm on the same page as you, mate. Don't do it just yet. I was like, yeah, okay. So, <laughs> so funny enough, I have a plan. I have a plan how to break the news. <laughs> so my delivery date is the 12th of August. And um, we, we've been looking at booking a, a domestic cruise in the UK. So it's, it's just basically around the top of the UK and back again, going out to Newcastle. And that sails on the 13th of August. Now, I haven't told my wife that I've actually paid the deposit. Um, and that's why I've got my voice down at the moment. So I haven't told her I've paid the deposit. So I've secured that. I've, I've secured the time of work. And what I might do is wait until the day before. <laughs> Wait till my jersey turns up and say, look what I've bought. Oh, and by the way, we're going cruising tomorrow. <laughs> I like it. So we've um, we've planned to take the kids away the week after that, the 16th, because we decided to wait. I don't know about you guys, but the COVID cases is going through the roof. The breakup from school is 16th yeah. of July. So what we've decided is not to book anything the first couple of weeks, just in case, either side. And we're looking to go just in England 
the the sixteenths and Tracy was like, "Isn't that funny? Your shirt should be for that week." Oh, look what I'll be wearing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. I don't have school problem yet. So um, I mean, you know, as soon as school breaks out, we we stay in, and then as soon as school is back on, we do things so much easier and cheaper. But yeah, uh, you know, exactly. free free schools at the minute. I mean, Touchwood all hours are all right, but it's just it just seems a weird spike all of a sudden with like you know, and obviously i say it doesn't help i appreciate that if they get one positive case in a class they have to isolate the full yeah. class but for me and tracy were juggling you know three full-time jobs between us and you know it, it luckily i'm working from home still at the minute so it wouldn't impact as much but it's just they're so close they've missed so much of school i mean for me i was fortunate i got to see ruby sports there last week that they allowed two parents to go um, no, you get unlimited tickets. So I was quite fortunate, but Tracy wasn't allowed to go to her kids' school. So it's a bit strange, you know. You've got all these Euros and Wimbledon. You know, the NFL announced full full stadiums, which you think yes. But then on the other hand, you've got some people saying, yeah, yeah, I can't go see my kid play sports, but you can go over there. It's I don't know. I'm just sick of it all now. To be honest, lads. Yeah, yeah soon, soon. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully. Yeah, but I like your plan, Lee. I think your plan is a very good plan. Yeah, I thought so as well. <laughs> it's, it's probably going to backfire, but <laughs> probably <laughs> no Milo. <laughs> right. Thanks once again to everyone that listens to the show. If you haven't done so already, please rate us on iTunes and remember to subscribe to ensure you get the latest podcasts when they are released. Also, check out our YouTube channel by searching for Forty Nine Fear for UK. Until next time, stay safe and go Niners. We love the San Francisco 49ers deep in the heart. Like Joe Montana in the corner, deep heart. Garrison Hurts, stiff far going 99. Don't get it twisted, one and all with prime time. John Taylor, Jerry Rice down the sideline. NDB, greatest owner of all time. Groovy, Walgreens, Bill Belichick, where all students of Bill Walsh. Don't ever forget.